What's up, you guys? My name is Desi. And my name is Kim. And this is How, How We See, see it. it. Well, you guys, Satan is real, and he is trying to mess with us today. <laughs> <laughs> we just recorded our episode, and about halfway through, my computer shut off. So, yay little, for that. Little stinker guy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's not going to stop us, though. Yes. We have a powerful message that we want to share today, and we're a little intimidated because it's such a sacred topic to us. It's very special to our heart, but. We know that it's something that needs to be shared because our podcast does revolve around love. Everything that we've ever talked about encompasses love, and we would do our podcast a disservice if we didn't talk about Christ and his love. And what better time to do that than now? Easter is coming up. It's just around the corner. So we wanted to share about Christ and what his love has meant to us and the life that he lived and how meaningful it is to us. I love that we're talking about this because I feel like uh, we tend to, I tend to think about, when I think about Easter, I think about like Easter eggs, Easter bunny, Easter basket. And I think that is all great and fun traditions. But at the end of the day, there's such more powerful message to this week um, leading up to Easter Sunday. And so I feel like this is a perfect way to go into a week this week with a bang and just keeping this message in your heart and, and on your mind. Full of love. Yes. <laughs> so this is going to be good. Um, we're also like super emotional, so don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> like we said, this is something that's really special to us. So don't mind the tears. You can cry with us. It's all good. There are three words that came to my mind as I was preparing for this podcast. And those three words were love, Christ, and Easter. So we're going to talk about each of those points and put them all together and yeah. What is love, Kim? Well, does he? Pop out the definition, shall Yes, we, <laughs> we shall. Okay, so I, we actually looked up the definition of love and it is um, an intense feeling or deep affection. That's what it says on Google. Yeah, and when we read that, we're like, wait, that does not do the word love justice. Yeah, it doesn't like hit home run. Yeah, I didn't feel right with that. And I was like, okay, let's look up a little more. And in the Urban Dictionary, it defines love as the act of caring and giving to someone else. Having someone's best interest and well-being as a priority in your life to truly love is a very selfless act. So when it comes down to it, it's just something that's very selfless. It's not something that that's prideful or you think about yourself. It's always thinking outwards and looking outwards. I love that definition a little more. It just puts a little more clarity to the word love. Um, I think in my opinion, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think everybody desires to be loved. Oh, yeah. Don't you think so? Mm-hmm. I think we're always searching for love and some people can find it in the wrong ways and... I think the best way, the only way to go is to feel Christ's love. And I was telling Kim, it's honestly one of the greatest feelings I've ever felt in my whole life. That's the reason that we want to share this episode with you guys today is because we have felt this feeling of Christ's love and it's something that we just want to share with you guys. We want you guys to be able to feel that feeling if you guys have never felt it before and if you have just to grow a deeper relationship with Christ. Yes, and what perfect way to like just kind of tie that in with, with Christ because he is the reason why we even know what love is um, because he laid down his life for us. He taught us everything that we know about what true love is. So looking back into my life, I I just have, you know, the black and the white. The, you know, I lived both lives with with God in my life and without God in my life. I know the difference and like you said like we all desire love. And I've always felt when I didn't have God in my life, I I always felt something was missing. 
I've had like the boyfriends that loved me and, you know, I thought that I loved them back and I've had family that surround is surrounded by me that loves me unconditionally, like such deep love. Um, but when, once I got to that point in my life that I figured out my relationship with God, it was a game changer. Do you like, yes, do you, I was going to say, have you seen that video or it's like, um, it's one of the Easter videos, but it says in Christ, I found new life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just everything you're explaining, that's, that's the thing that came to my head is in Christ, you found new life. Yeah. I, I think having someone to look up to someone to mostly like, he's like a leaning shoulder. Is that like the right phrase to put? Like he's, he's there for you. And so there's been multiple times in my life that I felt like lost. I felt alone. I felt hurt. And all those times, at the end of the day, he was the one there for me. He's the one who healed me through those moments in my life. I specifically remember a time in my in my mission. Um, I actually got really sick on my mission. I um, out was, was at a point that I was probably like a little close to halfway in my mission. And um, I went to the hospital and I lost about 22 pounds in within two weeks. And so that is a ton. Um, I remember feeling all those things that I just listed and even more. Um, I actually really didn't tell my admission president that I was in the hospital because I was afraid that he was going to send me back home. And um, I didn't tell my mom, obviously, because we as missionaries don't have connection. I remember laying down in the bed and I remember just feeling so unworthy of my tag on my on my chest and I remember like feeling so hopeless and like so frustrated with myself of like how could I how could I do this to myself like how did I get my body to this point of like weakness and I remember at the I remember reading my scriptures in that night in the in the hospital and remembering that he he sacrificed he laid down his life he sacrifice his son to lay down his life for that moment in my life that was so hard for me yeah and i guess to just take it back a little bit christ he was called before the world was even created and he had a mission to come down to earth and to preach god's gospel and part of that was dying for us like kim was saying at one point in his life he went and he prayed and he paid the price for our sins. I don't know how to say that any better. He atoned for us. That is huge for us because when he was in that garden praying and paying for our sins, he literally went through everything that we have ever felt. So he felt how Kim was feeling in that moment. And that's why this act of love that he did for us was so important. Um, I have a scripture that I wanted to share that kind of just describes it a little bit better than I can. You guys know me and my words. This is in the Book of Mormon. It's in Alma 7, and it says, And he shall go forth suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this, that the world might be fulfilled, which saith he will take upon him the pains and sicknesses of the people. And he will take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people. And he will take upon him their infirmities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to succor his people according to their infirmities. Now the Spirit knoweth all things, nevertheless the Son of God suffereth according to the flesh, that he might take upon him the sins of his people, that he might blot out their transgressions according to the power of his deliverance. And now behold, this is the testimony which is in me. So that is pretty deep. It just talks about how he literally went through everything, 
everything, our infirmities, our pains, so that he can fully understand and that he can have mercy on us so that one day we can meet God again. Everything that I will ever talk about Christ is literally the definition of love that we talked about at the beginning. Everything that describes him in the scriptures is love. Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest things that, like I said, has really helped me is just having the foundation of God in your life and having Christ in your life. And I don't know, I just feel like such a difference in having that within your home. Yeah, to never be alone as well. The reason that I went on my mission was because of those scriptures that I just read. I had a moment in my life where I felt so alone and I I didn't know where to turn to. Like Kim was saying, like sometimes you feel love in certain ways, but something was missing. And I felt so utterly alone. I didn't know where to turn. Something was missing. And I had had a brother that passed away. And I went to my brother. I went to my mom. But we all grieved so differently that I, like I said, I didn't know where to turn to. I was so lost. It humbled me so much that I literally fell to my knees and I opened up the scriptures. I remember sobbing on my bed, just not knowing what to do. I literally turned up, um, opened the scriptures to this part and just learning what Christ did for me and for my mom, for my brother, for my best friend, literally everybody in this world, what he did for us. It made me realize that I'm not alone. Christ knew what I was going through in that moment. He knew how to come for me and I was telling Kim earlier, like, I felt like somebody was hugging me and embracing me as I was reading that. And that feeling, I'll never forget that feeling. And that is the reason I wanted to go on my mission. I wanted to share that feeling of that powerful love that I had never felt before with other people. There's a quote that I um, really enjoy. um, And I think it just kind of defines everything that we've talked about this, these past uh, couple minutes. And it's, um, when filled with God's love, we can do and see and see and understand things that we cannot otherwise do and see or understand. Filled with his love, we can endure pain, quell fear, forgive freely, avoid contention, renew strength, and bless and help others in ways surprisingly even surprisingly even to us. I feel like we've all been in those situations when we've lost a loved one, when we've we felt lost when we felt like we're drowning and like this quote says that we can we can endure pain with his love um we can be fearless with his love we can forgive those people that hurt us with his love um we can gain strength from his love and i think another thing is one of his commandments is that love is love our neighbors and we can do that with his love. Um, I know, I know I can count, I can list so many people in my life that God has put in my life to help me in certain situations and to help me serve them. And those serving moments have taught me so much. And so I feel like it's a win-win in any situation that you have with, with his love. Yeah. I like that quote that you shared a lot. I think, you know, when you feel that love that you felt, we want to embody that. We want to give that to people. And the best way we can do that is by loving others and doing exactly what Christ did for us. He served people. He helped people that were in need. And he did so many things for people. And I feel like when we feel that, we want to do that for others. And we can't see that until we have fully felt that for ourselves. Like, do you guys understand, like, what God (laughs) has given us? Like, I'm sorry, like, I got a little bit more, like, 
jumpy, but like he gave up, he gave up his son. Like, do you, does, do you imagine giving up Lila? Like how hard that would be? Like just picture giving up someone that you love right now. And I, I can't even like, like, I don't even have kids and, and I feel like giving up something that you love so deeply, like how powerful, like that is the most powerful message that anyone can, can say, give, show, whatever the may, case may be. The scripture, John three sixteen. everybody, I feel like that's just like mm-hmm. a well-known scripture. And so for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I feel like that just perfectly describes everything that you were saying. There's so many examples of love in this story. Um, one, Heavenly Father giving his son, which I can't imagine ever giving up my daughter and having her go through what Christ did. I can't just, it's hard to even imagine. And then for Christ to do what he did for us, that's a whole nother level of love as well. I don't know if you've heard that quote from Jeffrey Holland, where it's like, because Christ, I'm butchering it, I'm just remembering it from my head, but because Christ walked the path so utterly alone, we do not have to. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Kim was sharing earlier about a picture that she really likes of Christ putting his hand down and there's like somebody else reaching, right? Mm -hmm. But I love that, that image because that's literally what Christ is for us. He's literally saving our lives. Mm-hmm. that's one of the most powerful like art pieces that <laughs> is on this earth for me i even have it hanging up on my wall that's how much i love it every time i look at that that painting when i walk in my hallway i think of i think of me as peter i think of me when like when i'm when i feel like i'm hopeless and i'm drowning and i can imagine like even myself looking up to christ and like having those eyes of like help me help me, I'm drowning, and him just reaching down with, like, his light and saying, of course, like, and him pulling me, like, in those situations, I feel him pulling me up, and, and when he pulls me up, I can, I can breathe, I can, I, like, have this, like, sense of, like, relief, and I don't know, like, his love is so powerful, and, like, I really wish that everybody could take time to, to really feel that and grasp that and lay a foundation that within their home because I feel like it's such a game changer. I, I just, you know, it's yeah. crazy, Kim, is some people, they don't even, they've never even extended their arm because Christ's arm is already extended to us. He already sees the bigger picture and how he can help us and his arm is already reaching out for you, but it's just our part for us to extend our arms so if you right now are feeling helpless if you're in a place of where you're just sad and you don't know where to turn to I'm telling you right now that Christ is there for you his arm is already extended towards you I think I just got really emotional when you're saying that because how many times in my life have I kind of like slapped his arm away and saying like, I don't want you to help me. And now just like knowing like what he does for me in my life, take his arm, take, I mean, take his hand and let him take you into his arms and help you. I feel selfish when I think of the times that I, like I haven't done that in my life and, and I'm not here to make anyone feel bad about 
not having God in their life or Christ in their life because that's not the case. I think mostly I want you to receive that gift in your life and know that, again, it's a game changer and such a light and you're like on cloud nine. I feel like when you have that. You're saved. Yeah, you you are saved. So when Christ was in the garden, he literally bled through every pore and that just imagine somebody doing that for you. And then he was taken to the cross and he was nailed to the cross. And something that amazes me is that he still thought of us. He still thought of us in that moment of pain where he could have totally thought about himself. He thought of us and he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I think, holy freaking cow, that is the definition of love. I feel like in that moment, he saw all of us. Like when he was looking out, like, or he, he saw your face. And how powerful that is, is that he he saw me and he saw like my journey that I'm going to take on this life. And he said those words. Yeah. Just to think of Christ, the most perfect human that's ever walked this earth on a cross in so much pain. Literally think about being nailed to a cross in the places that they put the nails. And then for him to not even think about that and think of you. Place your name right there. You, you, Kim, you, Adam, you, Desi, you know, he thought of you. I think another side to it, too. I know that we've been talking mostly about like the emotional side of feeling sadness, but I feel like there's another side to it as well that I I think it's just important is he took away our sins. So the times that we have been mean to people, when we've bullied somebody, when we've said the wrong thing, when we've thought the wrong thoughts, he has also taken those away from us. He paid the price. The best thing that we can do is receive that love and the things that he has done for us. If you're feeling like you can't come back, like you've fallen too far, that's just not the case. Christ has already paid that for you and he is waiting for you to turn back to him. Like I said, his arm is already extended. He's waiting for you. He needs you. I think another important thing to remember um, is that and we already hit on this, is that even though he paid the price and he sacrificed his love for us, is that the whole meaning of Easter is that he he lives. He lives today. He's walking right beside you today. That's the whole reason of, of this week leading up to this week is that he lives. I feel like this is the happy part to the sad love story. You know, it, it comes full circle that he does live. You know, the story... They went back after they put him in the tomb and he was he wasn't there. He was gone. He had risen. And that that's why we celebrate Easter. We celebrate that he is still here for us to this day. He wasn't just there for us in that moment. He is still here for us. And he still lives and he still loves us. I feel like this is always a time in my life. Just a good time to remember why that's important to you. Why is it impo- why is it important that he still lives? Why is it important that he sacrificed his life for you? Why this is this day is so important to me is because like I was sharing earlier when my brother passed away, because he lives I get to see my brother again. Because he lives, we one day will also live again. Our bodies will reunite with our spirit after death and we will be resurrected. And so I feel like that's that's powerful. I get to be with my family after this life. It doesn't end here. I think that was one of the biggest things of what caught my attention to making the step of um, 
like having Christ in my life is not knowing that that it doesn't end here on earth that I I can live with them and one of the biggest things that I've I've loved in this process of my journey of finding God in my life is that it's kind of it's kind of hard for me because you know I have I have my have my two families I have my husband's family and then I have my family that believes in in different things that I do and so Yes, we all believe in the foundation of of God and his love, but the hardest thing for me looking back into my life and looking back into this journey that I take into be baptized and everything is it was really hard for me going to church and sitting by myself. I remember like my first Sunday at church and just looking around at all the families and all the kids and you know, the husband wrapping his arm around the wife and, you know, the kid laying on his mom's lap while he's eating snacks. And, um, I just felt alone, like at, at one point. And then I kind of really thought, and I, I, I remember looking to the side of me and I, and I, I felt like, like he was sitting right next to me. And then I, it all came together and then I saw my whole family around me, like cheering me on. And even when I was, um, as a missionary, I remember knocking on doors. That was a big thing as a missionary, knocking on people that you didn't even know. But I remember, remembering my mission president's wife saying like, when you knock that door and that door opens, just picture those people behind them, like, you know, their ancestors and people, imagine the their loved ones cheering them on from behind and you know you kind of have to look through god's eyes sometimes to see the bigger picture of that we are going to live with him one day and you know we lose people in our lives that are super important to us and knowing that they're cheering us on from above and helping us walk this path to get to them because that's the bigger picture of all of it Mm -hmm. definitely and i was just thinking too like Maybe there's somebody out there that's listening to this and thinking, well, Desi and Kim, like, I don't have family. Why would that be important to me that he lives? But it's important because that means that you get to be in the presence of God again if you live your life righteously and follow follow Christ. You get to be with Christ again. And, and you do have a family. You have a heavenly father that loves you. You have a heavenly mother that loves you and Christ, a brother that loves you. You have a heavenly family, and they're they're cheering you on, and they're waiting for you. I I just I love Christ, and everything that I've learned from Him, I I'm very grateful that I have this understanding of of His love. There's a scripture that says, "If you love me, keep my commandments." So I think that just totally sums it up. If you love Christ, you'll have faith in Him. I'm thankful. Um, I'm thankful for this week and I'm thankful for the life that Christ has given me to to be able to have agency to pick and choose what I want to do and pick to choose to love him. He gives me that choice. And so um, honestly, and, and to sum it all up, I'm I'm just thankful for my Savior and for being there in the highs and the lows of my life and being able to say that he he lives. I really hope that you guys can can kind of step back and look at what you have in front of you, look at the people that you have in front of you, count your blessings and 
see what he's already given to you. Let him into your, your life and let him love you. Even in the happy times, we need him. Um, I don't think we should ever lose sight of Christ and we should always have him right in front of us. You know, have him make sure that he's leading you in every decision, in the happy and the sad and in the in-between. He should always be there for you. So happy <laughs> Easter. Yes, happy, <laughs> happy Easter. Happy Easter week. And thank you guys for listening. <laughs>